Welcome to the Bangers This Podcast, a podcast about expanding our musical tastes, like we always say. But in reality, it's more like saying, hey, I'm into Chinese girls, but I'm going to branch off into Japanese girls. Ooh, I'm here with Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, mate? Mate, that is so not PC. We're, we're just fucking now. It's, um, look, it's actually very good that I've made that joke, because this week we're doing um, a song by a band called While She Sleeps. The song is yes. called You Are We. And it could almost be a carbon copy of a podcast we did a few weeks ago. You know, one of those songs that fits right into the metalcore niche. All the sounds mm-hmm. and characteristics are very similar. But uh, we'll jump into a sample right now and then we'll uh, break it down exactly like we did in the episode a few weeks ago. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's do it. All right, man. So, look, this song has been on the playlist for a couple of years now, I think two years almost. Um, Did I put that on there? Yeah, you put this one on there. So explain to us why is this a good song and why people need to hear it. Well, okay. So, first of all, I think you got, you, was it you or Julian? It was definitely you. You got me into. Speaking of Julian. Oh, yes. Julian. Where the fuck is he, mate? Look, I think we've been waiting for him for about two hours and just fucking gave up. I think he's obviously playing that uh, new... uh, PlayStation game. What's it called? With the girl? Um, oh, the, the Last, Last of Us. Last of Us 2. Yeah, he's, he's on that. He didn't want to do the podcast tonight. He wanted to make the most of finishing yeah, that yeah. game. Yeah, pretty, I'm pretty sure he took like mm-hmm. long service leave to finish that game. But, yeah. Yeah. but the song, the song on hand. So, You Are We, it's, uh, it's a banger, obviously. As Otherwise, we won't be on the fucking playlist. playlist. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think you got me into these guys. I don't know if it's through the bangers list or just uh, just showing me uh-huh. a couple of their songs. And uh, I gave this album a listen. So this is the title track, the uh, You Are We album from 2017. Yeah, this this song just stood out. I think as a very very powerful track. It's got a got a bit of everything in it. You know, a nice uh, gentle intro that builds up and kind of explodes, and <laughs> yes. and just uh, lots of passages, various stages of the song that. Um, that really grabbed me. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's Look, it's, just not, it's definitely not a boring song, put it that way. Yeah, and I've, uh, like I said, listened to it for about two years now because like most fans of the playlist and the podcast, uh, I jump into the bangers list and I hit shuffle sometimes and away I go. So I've heard this one a that's, few times. That's and, right. Yeah. And it does, like, it uh, bangs really hard. It's not too long, but it becomes boring. It's got all the marks of, like, a very, I guess, look, I don't want to put them down. It's a common metalcore song, you know. It's got its tie-ins to pop and all that shit. But, uh, Big thing about it is um, that album and this song, obviously. I think this was a crowdfunded album, right? I haven't heard this happening before. So it's, you know, Kickstarter for whatever right. like, fun yeah. project and shit. There's another fucking kind of thing they use for this, which was called Pledge Music, I believe. I could okay. be wrong. But, uh, so what they did in, they're from the UK, by the way. So within the UK, they said to their fans, you know, fund us, we want to release an album without the constraints of uh, a label is very cool because some of the stuff they sing about, I guess, is not controversial, but very opinionated. That's fine. Um, and so they got a, a lot of money, obviously enough to do this album through their fans, which is cool. But uh, the Pledge Music Company later went bankrupt, I think not long after these guys got this album done. So they got lucky, I think, to have that and all their fans support them and say, yes, you know, we do want to get an album from you guys. But I'm wondering, like what the minimum pledge would have been. I'm assuming maybe like a dollar and for a dollar they'd like say thank you. And maybe if you pledge like 15 or 30, you get like a copy of the album or a t-shirt or whatever. But uh, it's interesting because you're paying for an album before it's even released or even recorded really the whole, the whole thing. It's, it is very interesting. And 
if they were going to like dissolve because of that, but then this saved them. That's awesome. Um, and they're still going strong now. They're, they're just getting bigger and bigger. They're one of those bands that, so that, you know, humble beginnings basically just touring around like the UK and into Europe, et cetera. And now I think they're starting to, oh, before coronavirus, obviously it's a bit hard now, but before this all happened, they're really starting to get a global presence. Um, their, their fans seem very uh, like passionate about them, which is great. In fact, that's enough about the band. I just think I'm glad that they had the GoFundMe so successfully get this album out and released. And this song, yeah, fucking, it is one of the best off the album. Absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I wasn't too aware of the, uh, how involved the, um, the crowdfunding was. That's good. That's good to know. It's good to know that there are fans out there that will do that for artists that uh, mm. that, uh, that deserve the recognition, and it's hard for them to to get that recognition uh, in in certain circumstances, yeah. in most circumstances these days. So if only they could, you know, what do they what do you, <laughs> we suggest like a if they were maybe say getting what a, spend a dollar and you get this, or spend you know twenty five dollars you get this, whatever. It's, it's, that's kind of the way with a lot of artists these days, isn't it? Whether, not just music, but... I think it's a lot of any, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Any content creator, just any, anyone who wants to make a, a meme of themselves on the internet. Even. <laughs> it's, I think it has to, it kind of has to happen. I think, you know, people need to support each other in any way they can and the things they enjoy. Because a lot of these new jobs that are online or not really music, but it's not really a paid job by a company, if that makes sense. And, um... I don't know how to do it. I wouldn't know the first thing about setting up a GoFundMe or a Pledge Music or a Kickstarter or something, but yeah. Yeah, bloody, uh, what, what do they call those? OnlyFans? Those, oh, <laughs> OnlyFans. All, all That's all actually where Julian is tonight. Yeah, no, Julian's on his OnlyFans. He's doing a live show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for like, you know, $5, you get a signed pair of undies. So, um, <laughs> look, I think... I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Take a couple of steps back. Um, sometimes we'll talk about new music that's come out recently and sometimes I forget because I'm a useless host. But this week, <laughs> I like to get a little bit local and, you know, a little bit represent Australia here. Uh, a band called Make Them Suffer released an album called uh, How to Survive a Funeral, It Bangs Hard, and hopefully one of their songs will end up on the playlist very soon and we'll do an episode on. Anyway, anything yeah, new actually, in your uh, life musically? Look, no, not the worth mentioning at this stage. Uh, same old, same old for me lately, but uh, I'm sure I'll be able to provide you with some updates yeah. soon. I know I'm keeping an eye out for the delayed release for the new Buried Tomorrow album. Oh, very cool. It'll be, yep. it'll be out. Expected in July, so I'm. it may have been announced. Uh, I don't know if they've got an official release date yet, but I will check in on that and report back in the coming weeks because if it's anything like uh, Black Flame, it'll be a... Banger. But just on Make Them Suffer, I uh, actually saw them live. It was last year. Just last year, they they played here at the basement in Canberra. Wait, who did? Make Them Suffer. They did? Yeah, I believe oh, so. God, I I'm thinking of someone else. But but oh, okay. back to uh, While She Sleeps, I have seen them too, but not at Canberra. They were at, um, they played at Big Top Lunar Park in Sydney and they were supporting the Architects. Oh, and- true. Another UK band, right? Yep. So, yeah. you know, bringing the UK friends along and they, so they opened, so While She Sleeps opened for, um, they were the opening act. They were followed by Polaris. And that was the tour where Polaris had to cancel one of their shows. It might've been, I can't remember why. I know their flights were canceled and I think it might've been due to bushfires and the smoke everywhere, or maybe it was severe storms. But I'm not sure. Either way, and I was the one that uh, Julian was meant to 
see, and it would have been his first time properly spectating Polaris. He's yep. arguably his all-time favourite band, and they cancelled. So, ah, see, uh, which which sucks. But uh, yes. they didn't cancel my show. You know, I, I went the next day, and they they got there in time. <laughs> Lucky you. Happy days. But anyway, <laughs> while she sleeps, they say opened. Uh, they were. They were good. They were really good. I mean, all three bands put on a fantastic show and it's hard to easily pick one standout. I mean, mm-hmm. at the time, I probably knew more Architects and Polaris content. But, uh, but while she sleeps, it definitely definitely brought the goods and they can, they can definitely uh, showcase their talents live, that's for sure. Did you hear their accent in their live um, performance? Because they've got pretty strong accents when they speak, but, you know, a lot of bands try and... I try and put on like a music accent or an American accent or something, and they lose their natural kind of accents. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's totally right. But uh, there's something about the a lot of the UK bands, the UK metalcore bands. They will just uh, they've got like I call it the UK guttural. You know, they just uh, there's something about them. Even when they're even when they're doing their distinct unclean vocals, that you can still kind of tell that it's a UK band a lot of the time. I think um, when you think. Bring Me the Horizon as well as another example with their heavier stuff. Um, yeah, Bring Me the Horizon, While She Sleeps, Architects, you can kind of listen to them, you're like, yeah, these are UK bands, whereas mm. others, other bands from around the world might sort of yeah, imitate or have a more mainstream or more more common more common, common accent, typically American, like you said, when they are yeah. if, um, singing. If someone wanted to listen to these guys and they didn't like that UK accent, do you think this would have too much of it for them to like it? This song, ah, uh, because I think that for me this song it doesn't sound very UK, but ah, uh, not like not this this particular song. Probably not the best example of the, yeah. of the UK of the uh, the UK accent, but so no, I don't that, I don't think it would be overwhelming. If I think if you had a particular if you if you're really picky and you didn't like that sort of thing in um, in your music, well then I don't think this would throw you off. I don't think it's that noticeable. Yeah, to be right. honest, and when I was when I saw them live, I was like too busy. In the pit, throwing bows to, to give a shit about what they <laughs> Oh, it's just in the pit. What, what accent they had. Yeah. <laughs> so the song itself, you know, it goes um, through the the basic kind of progression. We say the verse, chorus kind of thing. And there's scream section and clean section, all that which people uh, expect. Um, but it does, goes into a huge breakdown, which is very cool. Uh, I like the breakdown here. I give it a solid 8 out of 10 for the breakdown. It goes into a scream nice. section. It's a bit of a dissonant movement of like notes and the chords, and then it goes into a clean section, which is, you know, basically their whole tie into pop music and making the metalcore. And the outro is exactly the same as the intro, ties the song together. That's a very basic songwriting, isn't it? But um, it's interesting because the dissonant sound through it, that bit that I'm talking about, that section after the breakdown and stuff, it's, it's pretty awful. Um, they're playing two notes, I think, a D and a D sharp. That, you know, so when you're playing two notes that are that close, it's going to sound bad, right? You probably know more about why it sounds bad. It's tonality and stuff. It'll just sound shit because they don't go nicely together. Um, what? Wait, what tune is this song in? B or C? I, was, it, I think it might be like a drop B flat. Yeah, so it's quite low. Drop B flat. Fuck. I think um, so. so I just said it was D and D sharp. It's probably probably actually an A and an A sharp. Yeah. Not that, not yeah, that yeah. really matters. But yeah. it, that, that's how they get that really shitty sound through there. And I'm not a huge fan of that for some reason, but... Uh, it kind of ties into the, the um, content of the song. It's another one of these political in a way, you know, they're really trying to stand up to the powers that be and Absolutely, all that. Yeah. And, and lyrically, you can probably attest to it, singing about uh, 
I guess, the plight of humans at the moment. So what did you make of all that? Yeah, look, I, it was definitely a political stance or not a, not a rebellion per se, but uh, yeah, standing standing up to the, the powerful people. <laughs> hmm. um, and it's, yeah, clearly have a, a, a anti-war. They're not they're not fans of war and they've made... Oh, fair. Who is? Who is? Oh, yeah, hold well, on. Sorry. Corporations <laughs> and government. The powers that be that they're... they're <laughs> yeah. It says that they... Uh, there's a line in there that um, is pretty powerful. Yeah, you want your countless wars, we want to count less wars. You want your countless wars, we want to count less wars. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's that's all what the whole thing is about. It's all about, yeah, just every, you get lied to and so... Yeah, look, it's it is it is interesting. I, I just um, waffled on there. Sorry about that. I just I was rereading the lyrics because I, I was listening to him earlier, and I was just like, oh yeah, oh, he says that. Oh. Anyway, oh, I think <laughs> we're always doing this shit. <laughs> Fucking lyrics, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's, paying attention to the lyrics, it's like <laughs> once you actually yeah, sort of dive into it and you realise what they're singing about and how how deep it can be. It's like holy shit. So yeah, yeah you you listeners experienced. Well, this just uh, just heard Joel experiencing that in the uh, in real time. <laughs> in real time, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess they're from the UK, so they've been probably singing or talking about the UK and the world. So they've probably got some problems with how whatever's going on politically in the UK. Not that I have any fucking idea, unfortunately, or I could go on with that. But yeah, yeah, like the whole thing is like you are we, and then getting upset at the people that have the power and control um, society. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that you are we is that the people controlling are one of us. It's not like they're separate. We are all people. I really, I do dig how they've come, at, the angle they've come at for this song and the lyrics. And mm. you know, people should probably listen to it and read them for themselves. No point me really going. Through yeah, it. absolutely. And so, as as always, when I when I listen to this for the first however many times, it's not the, it's never really the lyrics that draw me in. Like it's very rare occasions when it's like, oh, I love that line. That was great. It's mm, uh, yeah. the music for me. Like I said, and when I actually analyze the lyrics a bit more uh it's quite often makes the song a bit more a bit more powerful and uh this is definitely one of those examples and uh what's i think what's great about is a sense of very powerful message and it's a very passionate song which is you know epitomizes what the bangers list is about right heavy songs (laughs) oh there's a couple of shit ones on there come on well you know that's debatable but uh, (laughs) but yes i'd say there probably are some shitter ones on there but um yeah, look, it's a, it sends a very powerful message. It's uh, it's very passionate, but it remains ambiguous. It's not necessarily uh, signaling out singling out one particular power, you know, one particular person. It's not not targeting anyone. It's just it's speaking in a, yeah. in a I think in a societal sense. And uh, what uh, the standout lyrics for me would have to be when they don't know what you'd call this section. Perhaps the bridge. The line, it's like raking dead leaves in the wind. You know that section? Oh, that's like, they could have said it's like pissing into the wind, but raking dead leaves is a little bit more palatable. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but look, to me, that's a, that is symbolising uh, the seeming hopelessness of trying to stand up to these people. And it's like a never a, a battle you can never win. Or a yeah. never-ending battle, you know. Well, uphill battle is probably a good way to, to start. It's one of those things. No matter how hard you try, it's just always... Yeah, yeah, it really makes you like think. I don't really want to think when I'm listening to my music. I usually use my music to uh, escape, I guess, and bang my head. But yeah, Yeah. shit like that makes me a bit miserable. (laughs) Like, yeah, and absolutely, like, yeah. On that on that particular section, and this is something I really wanted to talk about with this song. What stood out to me upon analysing it further was 
so that that line, like I said, it's like raking dead leaves in the wind. Uh, a couple other lines that sort of reiterate that point. Uh, like I said, it's about that sense of hopelessness, like it's just going nowhere, nothing you can do. Lyrically, very strong, delivers a message, but if you listen to the music underneath, lots of little little layers kind of going on, but one particular one I want to talk about, I think it might be like a, it's, it's a keyboard, I'm pretty sure. I think it's yeah, some synth or something, but it's a very faint, very faint arrangement of notes. And you kind of have to, to really hear it, you kind of have to turn the bass down. That's what I found, I had the, the bass turned up too high. I turned the bass down, I was able to actually uh, pick pick up on this part a little bit more, and it ties in beautifully with the with the lyrics. You know, it had like a sense of doom about it. You know, it was a very the the progression of notes was just a very sad, depressing rundown, and matches the lyrics perfectly. Yeah, just so like a couple that's, of uh, minor. An, yeah, an example of beautiful songwriting and how to bring things to life, and how those real subtle subtle layers you add to tracks yeah. can make a, a massive difference. And they often just go unnoticed yeah because like what you say it takes you a little while to appreciate those things sometimes because you yeah. can hear them straight away yeah yeah definitely that's, that's right so you know all your listeners out there check that bit out see what you think but it's uh, really uh made the song that little bit better for me what other songs are you like by these guys by these guys well oh here we go well, well, just, well. <laughs> you're gonna do a few all right fair enough yeah i do i do know a few uh, i mostly know just this album because there's a while where i listened to this album quite a bit but i think you are we is a is a ripper album like it slaps all the way through it's got very powerful songs some some that are stripped back a little bit more but are very uh very well produced and it was all self-produced as well like it's crowdfunded i didn't know it was self-produced i didn't realize it was all crowdfunded um, i do know they tied in with some independent labels yeah actually uh, to to help promote the release of it but i think in terms of the production of the album it was definitely all done amongst themselves and the fans but anyway other songs i'm gonna name a couple of this album i'm gonna say uh oh what's it called hurricane yeah. hurricanes are really uh really strong lead lines in there uh slaps hard changes gears you know all that all that shit i like in in heavy songs um, oh, what's that other one, man? I'm gonna need to get the discography. I'll, I'll hand over to you. You tell me any any you know, and I'll find. Uh... Of all their music, this was the album that I listened to the most as well. So this must have been this album that really, I guess, pushed them into the mainstream or yeah. made them more accessible. Or maybe that was just when I got Spotify and <laughs> <laughs> had more access to getting new music easier. You know, because when you get Spotify and your recommendations and stuff and that all, all the data you give to Spotify like, analyzes you and basically like tells you what you like. You know, I, I don't pick what I like anymore. Spotify just tells me. I, I agree because I'm a sheep. So, yeah. Well, there we go. The uh, uh, the track was called Settle Down Society. Settle Down Society. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know that Love one. that one. That slaps. I just can never uh, remember the name of it for some reason. Normally, I'm a, I'm a bit better than that when it comes to song titles, but uh, not today, evidently. And I think, yeah, it's this, this album, I'd say it's there. I don't know commercially if it's there. I think it's been well received commercially by critics, but in terms of sales, I don't know. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head if it's the the most successful. But I think it's you know it's definitely going to be you know looking back on them in ten fifteen years time. I think this will this be, be the one. The, the twenty seventeen yeah. one. Yeah. Look, their latest album yeah. got a little bit of flack. I think from mm. everybody. It did well like on the charts, but I don't think the fans liked as much as some of the earlier stuff, which. Not not really interesting because I think a lot of people will, will go to buy the new album and that'll push up its uh, rankings on the charts. Doesn't necessarily mean an album is good. Um, I think a lot of people said the lyrics on the latest album weren't as good as the 2017 You Are We album. Fair enough. Uh, and I don't know. And 
people seem to say that if you're resorting to things like woes and o's, you know, people go, whoa, whoa, whatever in a song. Is that lazy? Is that bad songwriting? Does it matter? Or is that like you're just out of ideas, so you just do those? I think it's whatever the song calls for, personally. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. What you're going for. Like, you, can, you can view it as that, as, yeah, I'm just going to chuck in words. I can't be fucked thinking of lyrics. Sometimes you just need a sound, hey? And words feel and void. You, you're like, I want this melody here, but it's not going to, but I can't find a, you know, if you have certain words, that you're, certain lyrics that you're trying to tie in with the melody, sometimes it just doesn't fly, hey? But when I make the sound itself, it's, it's good. Sometimes you just find a way to pick on something. <laughs> yeah, just going to tear everything down. La dars it's like whatever. Arguably could be viewed as lazy, but I just think it's a, a different style of writing. Maybe the lyrics aren't as powerful Yeah. in the, in the new album. Maybe, you know, people are trying to uh, nitpick as to why it's that that's the case. But in saying that, I haven't really listened to the, <laughs> the latest album that much either. Yeah. Uh, but I think generally, generally speaking, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with woes and no's because I think, like I said, it's all about the melody at the end of the day and lyrics are, are a part of it, but it doesn't have to always be words and lyrics, you know? You yeah, no, fair focus enough. Focus on the melody a bit more and it allows, uh, it makes certain things like harmonies a lot easier to execute as well and makes them a lot more powerful. So if you're doing, yeah, woes and o's and get the, the harmonies perfectly in, in pitch and in sync, well, then that's going to uh, to sound pretty fucking good. So Yeah. Usually we say bands are similar, you know, bands that we think... Uh, similar but um, like I said at the start of the podcast uh, the last few weeks some of the songs and bands we've done are so similar that we could almost suggest them but also bands you said earlier like Architects are very similar even to yeah. down to the accent is very similar mm-hmm. um, Very Tomorrow quite similar sound again Miss May I like they're basically bands we've all talked about um, you could probably go on to I guess uh, this is always hard to me because I don't know and some bands I'll hear a song and I'm like oh this sounds like this band but uh, that doesn't really describe it too well. And you, there's Betraying the Martyrs is quite similar. And I believe they've toured with While She Sleeps. So obviously it must be another UK band. And yeah, like it's just in that metalcore niche again. Unfortunately, it's not super complex. There's a whole lot of bands that uh, you won't hear. Oh, sorry. There's not so many bands that you will hear that are wildly different in the metalcore niche here. So mm. yeah, if you like this, you basically like all of it, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, look... I, I guess so. You know, you might you have certain bands that you, you favour and there, there's just a certain like a certain sound that, that appeals to a, a lot of metalheads like you and I, uh, which is why we you know like to mix it up. We get these all these different bands and they might have similar similar sounds, but it's, it's still a different piece of music. You know? Yeah, it's like always saying it's also it's personal. Like sometimes, mm. sometimes you just find a band which you should like and you don't. I, I can't explain that shit at all. I, yeah. I just, you just I don't, don't know click why that happens. Them, hey, you just don't. Yeah, it's and you're, like, you're trying to tell you're trying to tell your mates, listen to this band. Trust me, they're great. Or this album's great. Like you'll love it, and they just don't. And you're like, like why? What's wrong with you? Like, I just I just can't get into it. And and that's why we like, have you're this. You're in podcast. a bad mood, whatever. You're in a shitty mood. Just yeah. All right. Look, let's jump to the fucking best part of the podcast. The reason everyone's here. Uh, how many bangs? How many bangs out of ten for um, "You Are We" by While She Sleeps? I'm going to give it a very solid eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck um, yeah. I was going to. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's I've always you know I put <laughs> how long ago was this popped on the list? Two two years ago. Yeah. We said. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. And listening to it now and listening to it recently, it's still has the same impact on me if not greater impact than what it did before so i uh, can't argue with that love the love the music like i said all these those extra little layers make it very uh, make it even even more special the, the lyrics are powerful they, they pack a punch uh love the 
the guitar work as as is often the case with a lot of these bands hence why i'm into a lot of this music yeah you're a big advocate for putting a song on just because it's got good guitar <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> oh boys it's got good guitar sue me out. man <laughs> yeah sue me you know <laughs> i can just appreciate it and yeah look it's the song really it flows well and like i think you mentioned earlier it's not a you said it might seem might not seem overly complex but if you break it down and look at every single layer that's that's gone into it i would argue that it probably it is reasonably complex like there is a, there's or there is a lot that's gone to it gone into it you can if you strip strip it back one layer at a time you'll find uh, lots of things you didn't notice before and yeah this song it, it just it works you know it's not a i wouldn't say it's a typical intro verse chorus verse chorus breakdown chorus metalcore song it's it it, it evolves kind of organically it is that, but I understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it evolves kind of organically. I mean, it's got a, it does have chorus. I think maybe two choruses earlier yeah. in the song and then later in the song, but it has various passages in between. It's not just like here's a verse, here's a chorus, here's another verse. You know, it's uh, each each verse is different, is is quite is distinct. You know, it's like different levels to the song basically. But yeah, eight and a half. It it bangs, it slaps, does the job for me. Yeah, I'll jump on and say it. Uh... It's about an eight for me. It is great. I think a lot of the listeners, uh, they will like this song. The clean vocals are quite tough in a way. I guess it's not nasally or very high pitched. It's pretty good. That kind of cleans, which uh, I'm a big fan of. And you know, the MVP for this one, for me, the singer, what's his name? I have forgotten his name. He's really good though. He's been with the band for 10 years. I think it's Lawrence Taylor. So actually this whole band, all of them, that are currently in it have been in it for 10 years, a decade, with no changes in that decade. They were That's around good. a bit before that, maybe some changes, but it doesn't matter as much because I think their first uh, album or EP was 10 years ago. So good to see the same same guys uh, together for 10 years. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, for me, like I said, the vocalist, Lawrence Taylor, you're the MVP, buddy. Well done. We'll send you a prize. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I agree with you there, man. I think uh, uh, the the singing and the, and the the vocals and the lyrics take the cake for me. So yeah, Lawrence has uh, done it. He gets the MVP. He's a, I was almost going to go Sean Long, the guitarist, because he's he seems quite busy. There's a lot going on here. But I think if we were to look at one of his one of the, their other tracks, for instance, uh, Settle Down Society, as mentioned earlier, or Hurricane, I think I'd go Sean Long. But it's hard to overlook. Yeah, uh, and the message, I think the, the, the film clip. The delivery. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that's my favorite word. The delivery. So the film clip of this song as well, it's um, pretty shit, to be honest, I think. Is it? I haven't yeah. seen it. What do they do? I hope this is what it is. It's just like a record player playing a record and they just like drop the pin on the record and it just spins and plays the song. Oh. That's, that's the whole film clip. So, yeah. Cool. Well, you know, cheap production, what can you say? <laughs> cheap production, yeah. yeah. I guess like they probably went out of money from their uh, crowdfunding, so that was all I could afford at the time. Should have yeah. gone to OnlyFans, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's where the real money's at, I hear. Right. How much are people making on OnlyFans these days? Like, no, no not as a girl. We know the girls get rich, but if you're a guy on OnlyFans, how much money are you making? I'd have asked Julian. Ah, got him. That's what happens um, when you miss out on the pod. You get picked on. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll know he's listened to the pod if he uh, if he um, comes back to us about that. You know, in a couple yeah. of days' time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, look, another another banger. Looking forward to. Uh, I think we've got a pretty special one lined up next week. On next wait. podcast, so going to cool. be a great debate. I'll have plenty to say, as will you and Julian as well, I'm sure. And um, yeah, can't wait to get that one going. But is there anything else you wanted to mention about the song, the band? Nah, let's get the fuck out of here. We've waffled on enough. I'd say thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, appreciate it as always. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for another fantastic episode of the Bangs This Podcast. Take it easy. Later.